please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, and there you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss here. You're going to find access to our social media pages. You're going to find access to our private chat boards. You're going to find access to our private chat rooms. There's so much going on over there. We have specials brought to you by vendors and stores that you know and love. When you get a minute, check it out. Take a trip over to www.famousapple.com and see what's going on there. So, how you feeling this week, my friends? You feeling good? Feeling strong? Feeling happy? I'm glad. I'm glad. You're still doing everything the doctor's telling you, right? Taking medication? You going to your therapy appointments still? Or'd you plateau out? Well, if you plateaued out, I hope you're still doing the exercises at home. Keep it going. Keep keep feeling strong. Keep pumping that iron up. This week, I want to say hello to everybody that's listening. We have 14 countries that are listening to us. That's right, 14. We're going to start out with the United States of America, naturally, Japan, Ireland, Canada, United Kingdom, Thailand, Australia, Egypt, India, Germany, Belgium, Finland, Bangladesh, and Vietnam. Welcome, everybody. Everybody is welcome here at an apple a day. Everybody. I'm so glad to have you join us here. I'm, I'm so impressed by this. The numbers are through the roof. It's just amazing to me. And it feels good. It feels good to hear from these people. It, it feels good to know that they're out there listening and they're participating. They're visiting the website. I know that by the numbers. It's just, a, it's just such a feel-good thing. It's nice to see that our community is coming together. We're, we're actually banding together a little bit. So, hey, I've been getting some emails, questions through the website. And I said I wanted to share them here and we're going to share them on the website itself. But I have a couple of questions I want to go over. And these I just found kind of interesting. The first one is, uh, Dear Jimmy, I'm on disability for one year. My wife wants me to go out to breakfast with her. Is it okay to do this even though I'm on Social Security? Do I risk my benefits by doing this? Sincerely, John, North Carolina. John, of course you can go to of course you can go to breakfast. Just because you're disabled doesn't mean you stopped eating, does it? Of course you can go to breakfast. You know, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again and again and again. You've committed no crime. Just because you're disabled doesn't mean that you are chained to your house. You're not a prisoner in your house. You're disabled. You're handicapped. You can go out still. You can still go in the sunlight. You've done nothing wrong. Nothing. I mean, you could be in a wheelchair. Your wife can push you or your spouse can push you to IHOP and go to breakfast. You can go to lunch. You can go to dinner. 
You can go to a movie if you if you desire. You're not a prisoner. You're alive still. So, yes, John, you're not risking your benefits by going out. You're a human being. <laughs> they're not gonna they're not gonna come after you for having having uh eggs eggs and ham at, at Denny's. So enjoy yourself, John. Enjoy your wife's company. Make her happy, go with her. I had another letter. This one here is from Vince in Pennsylvania. He says, Jimmy, is it okay to go to the beach while on disability? I've been on social security for eight months because of a head injury. I'm going with my family, not by myself. I don't want to get caught. Vinny, Vince, get caught doing what? Get caught living? Hey, look, go to the doctor. If the doctor tells you, Vince, it's okay to go to the beach, go to the beach. <laughs> why, why would it not be okay? Because you're receiving social security? Vinny, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told John. You're not a prisoner. You are not a prisoner. You can go out. You can enjoy yourself. I feel bad for you that you have a head injury. I don't know what to, what degree of a head injury you have, but go to the doctor before you go. Make sure it's okay to be out in the sun, you know, direct sunlight and stuff. Maybe you might have to wear a hat or, you know, SPF 5, five million sunblock, <laughs> whatever that is. But enjoy yourself. Again, you're not a prisoner. People realize this. So many people think because you're on social security disability, you're tied to a bed, that you can't leave your bed. You're 100% disabled, that means you're 100% bedridden. Wrong. Totally wrong. I'm 100% disabled. I'm in a wheelchair. There's a lot of things I can't do for myself, but there's a lot of things I can. So I do what I can. It just doesn't mean that you're, you're tied down. You're not chained to a bed you're not locked in place you've committed no crime john go to the uh vince rather go to the beach go to the beach put your put your toes in the sand i love the smell of salt water my god i love the smell of salt water it's such a clean smell it clears out your head somehow for some reason uh, maybe maybe it's an, it might be an oxymoron clean clean smell salt water but i love that smell i always have i i grew up in the bronx I lived right on the shore in the Bronx, on the Long Island Sound. And I used to love waking up in the morning, opening up that door, and just smelling that salt water smell. Oh, it was beautiful. Absolutely, positively beautiful. And I'd kill for that now. But yes, Vince, check with your doctor and tell him you, you want to go to the beach with your family. And ask him what you should do, if there's any specific instructions that he has for you going to the beach some things that you shouldn't do and if he tells you you have to stay in a wheelchair going they sell they sell or they rent special wheelchairs right for the beach they're called beach chairs and they have the big wheels big plastic wheels and a lot of a lot of resorts have them right at the resort for you but you can rent them or you can buy them if you go to the beach a lot so you can look into that look into a, a, a durable medical equipment rental place and if they don't have it, they can tell you where you can get them, that's for sure. But you can rent a chair to, in the, to get out to the on the sand and go right to the water with it. It doesn't matter because it can go into the water even. So believe me, buddy, go to the beach, have a good time, just check with your doctor first, okay? Our next uh, question comes from Eileen in New York. And Eileen says, hi, Jimmy. Is it okay to go on vacation while receiving Social Security disability? Or is it frowned upon or is it just a plain no-no? Eileen, 
Eileen, we just did four or five weeks of vacation spots for people to go to on disability and social security. If you go back about a month ago, I mean, you're in New York. You don't tell me exactly where in New York you are, but I just say you're in the five boroughs, okay, in New York City. You could go to Niagara Falls. That's a seven or eight hour trip to get up there and have lovely hotels and they have inexpensive places and there's a lot to do even if you're in a wheelchair. Or... You can take, say, two hours, two and a half hour trip up to the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And again, lovely hotels, inexpensive, and plenty to do, even if you're in a wheelchair. Eileen, like I said to Vincent John, you're not a prisoner. Because you receive Social Security disability payments doesn't make you a prisoner. It makes you disabled, but it doesn't make you a prisoner. Social Security and Social Security disability... That's an insurance that we had to pay into all of our working adult life. They took it out. And that insurance was for something that, like, just like this, that's happened to us now. This way, we still had a financial footing. We still had money coming in that we can still get about and take care of ourselves. So it wasn't money to keep us prisoner in our house. It was money to keep us going. You're still a human being. You know, we're disabled. We're not prisoners. So... As we go along, we're going to hit roadblocks, all right? We all have limits. We know that. You know that. We have limits in our life. We're going to hit roadblocks along the way, and then we have to see, can we go over those roadblocks? Can we go around them? Or do we have to take a detour? Well, we do one of those three, right? But you can't let those roadblocks stop you. Once they stop you, they stop you, and that's it. Then you're finished. But as long as you still have it in you to go around those roadblocks or past those roadblocks or go over them, you're golden. You're golden. So, yes, Eileen, you can go on vacation. Make sure you check with your doctor first. That's all. Make sure there's no reason that you have to be close to home. Maybe he has tests scheduled or he's waiting for results of something. So always check with your doctor first. But as far as Social Security goes... There's no reason you can't go on vacation. There's no law against that. Go enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family. You know, strange thing. People think because we're on Social Security that we're on this vacation. We're on a 24-7 vacation. Nothing could be further from the truth. Anyone that's on disability knows that. We need a vacation just as much as everybody else does. Just for a different different scenery. Just to get away from the, the everyday humdrum life that we live. So just like everybody else, disabled people need a vacation too. So no, you're not doing anything wrong. Yes, you can go on vacation. Just double check with your doctor before you do anything. That's all. Find out if there's any special things he wants you to do while you're on vacation. Make sure you have enough prescriptions with you for the time that you're going to be on vacation. Other than that, enjoy yourself and enjoy your family. Enjoy your time away from New York. All right, this next one. This next one gives me a bad feeling. I I can't I don't know one way or the other with it, but it's from Alex in New Jersey. And he writes, Hey Jim, I received back money from Social Security Disability two months ago and I bought a quad to use in the woods behind my house. My wife says I shouldn't have bought it because I I might get caught. What can happen if I do? Is she right? Is she right? Only you can tell us if she's right. Personally, I don't see why you would buy a quad to run around the woods. Uh, I don't know what kind of disability you have there, Alex, but any kind of disability, I would think that a quad is kind of dangerous. Uh, I'm going to go 
on the off chance that maybe it's your back, you have a bad back. How is riding a quad through the woods going to be good for your back? Up and down and banging and everything else on that. It, it can't be good for you. It can't be good for any kind of condition that you have. And what can happen if you get caught? Well, if there's nothing wrong with you and you committed a fraud or perjury by collecting Social Security disability uh, wrongly, falsely, what can happen? Well, number one, you're committing perjury. Number two, you're committing fraud by taking money that's not rightfully yours. You can go to jail. You can go to jail. You can owe all this money back. You could lose everything you own. So if you're lying about it, Alex. Is your wife right? 100% she's right. If you're not lying about it and you have something wrong with you, is your wife right? 100% she's right. There's no reason somebody that's disabled is riding a quad around in the woods. It's only going to make any condition that you have worse. I have, I've said this before, Alex, and I'm not saying it directly at you, but I'm saying it in general. I have zero tolerance for fakers, phonies, liars, thieves, whatever you want to call them. If you're lying about a disability, then I have zero, zero tolerance for you. Zero. Because there are people out there that need disability, that need the disability program, that need Medicare, that can't get it, that are being held up because jerks are out there scamming it, lying, taking money out of the program that could go to help other people. So yes, that bothers me. That bothers me. I have zero tolerance. I've said it before and I know some people are tired of hearing me say it, but I mean it and I'm saying it for everybody else that that's genuinely disabled. We have to jump through hoops to get what we need and people treat it like this is just some kind of lottery to pick up some extra money. It burns me. It burns me. It kills me to see other people suffering while these jerks are getting away with quads and motorcycles and boats and what have you. So, Alex, if you're truly sick, I think it was a mistake to buy a quad. If you're not sick, uh, right off into the sunset on your quad. All right? All right, let's take a quick break here. I've got some important messages. i got more messages from Social Security Disability and Social Security. Five more facts that you might not know about Social Security. And a couple other topics that you're going to find interesting. You're definitely going to find interesting. So let's take a quick 30-second break here, and we'll pick it up on the other side. I'll see you in 30 seconds. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we've discussed. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute. Go over. Visit www.famousapple.com. But please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. Well, that was quick. 30 seconds, I told you. Look, before we continue, I just want to I just want to say, and again, this insults me. The, I get insulted by this a lot. You know, you get these people that are trying to scam Social Security and they figure it's like getting money for sitting at home. It's like extra money in their pocket they can go out and do it. You know, for them, it's extra money. For those of us who are disabled, that's how we feed our family. That's how we pay our bills. Yeah, I know it's not a lot of money. I know it's not, you know, we're never going to get rich. We're never going to buy that big house. We're never going to have those fancy big cars like everyone else's. But we got hurt. 
we got hurt, we got disabled. We thank God every day that we have this income coming in. And you're belittling it. You're demeaning us by treating it like it's pocket change. If it's pocket change, why are you trying to get it? Why are you trying to take it from us? Why are you trying to take it from people who really need it? You know, it's bad enough that the Social Security, it, it, it's close to bankrupt every year. Every year they're telling us how much close to bankruptcy Social Security is. And then we got people that are trying to scam it just so they could put a couple of extra bucks in their pocket. Hey, work twice as hard. You know, people that are on Social Security disability would rather be working and making the money while you're out there trying to scam it so you think you can lay back. You think it's some kind of vacation. Well, it's not, pal. It's not a vacation. It's far from it. It's anything but. But, like I said, the money that we do receive from Social Security is how we feed our family. It's how we keep a roof over our heads. And for you to treat it like it's pocket change or, you know, funny money or whatever you want to call it, it's insulting. So, I just wanted to get that out there. But anyway, for those of us who uh, who care, <laughs> here's five more facts about Social Security you might not know. Did you know Social Security benefits are paid in the month following the month for which they're due? When you meet all the requirements for eligibility, for the benefit check you receive is payment for the prior month benefits. Social Security doesn't pay benefits for the month of death. Social Security uses the same throughout the month rule to determine eligibility for the benefit that is due for the month of the, of the death of the recipient. You must live through the, throughout the full month to be eligible for payment. Wow. Survivors benefits can replace a percentage of the workers' earnings for the family members. The eligible family members of a retired or disabled beneficiary may receive a monthly payment of up to 50% of the beneficiary's amount. Survivor benefits usually range from about 75 to 100% of the deceased worker's amount. That's interesting. Work credits determine eligibility for benefits, but your lifetime earnings are used to calculate your monthly benefit amount. Retired workers need 40 credits to be eligible for benefits, but your work credits alone do not determine how much you will receive each month. When they figure your retirement benefit, they use the average of your highest 35 years of earnings. If you receive, number five, if you receive retirement benefits before you reach the age of 65, you will automatically be enrolled in Medicare. Medicare Part A, hospital insurance, helps pay for inpatient care in a hospital or a skilled nursing facility following a hospital stay. It also pays some home health care and hospice care. Medicare Part B, medical insurance, helps pay for services from doctors and other health care providers, outpatient care, home health care, durable medical equipment, and some preventive maintenance services. When you're already receiving retirement benefits, they automatically sign you up for Medicare Parts A and B when you turn age 65. You can then decline Part B if you choose since it requires a monthly premium. If you are not receiving retirement benefits as you approach age 65, you should contact Social Security three months before the age of 65 to sign up for Medicare Part A and B. Even if you don't want to retire at 65, you should sign up for Medicare only. That's interesting. That gives you your med medical benefits. We're going to post this on uh, 
on famousapple.com and you'll have links so you can go further into these these uh, five facts. There's a lot more to it than what I'm reading here, but there's links that can bring you into these five facts. Here's something else. This I found interesting. You know, and this goes back to what I was just saying about these people who are, are going after Social Security disability benefits like it's pocket change, like it's, you know, a lottery where they're winning money just to go out for cigarettes and booze or something. Listen to this. In 1983, the Greenspan Commission came up with a plan to save money to provide for the retirement of baby boom generation. President Reagan and the Democrat-controlled Congress agreed with the plan and raised Social Security withholding, which immediately resulted in a large surplus in the Social Security Trust Fund. Unfortunately, Congress saw the surplus and decided to borrow and spend it. It was all very legal. In fact, the United States Treasury even created special bonds to show how much money they owed the Social Security. Over the next 30 years, that surplus grew to almost $3 trillion, and Congress continued borrowing from it. Now, the Social Security Trust Fund sits empty. There isn't enough money to pay the benefits that are owed this year. There is a file cabinet in Parkersburg, West Virginia, filled with those special bonds the Treasury issued to replace the money in the Social Security Trust Fund. In Washington, the Democrats often accuse the Republicans of raiding Social Security Trust Fund, and the Republicans accuse the Democrats of raiding the Social Security Trust Fund. Both are right. Neither party has been able to resist the urge to spend the money that doesn't belong to them. So we on Social Security, we've been ripped off by the government to the tune of $3 trillion. $3 trillion. Can you imagine? $3 trillion. Over the eight years of Obama, we weren't even getting cost of living increases. They said it wasn't necessary. But meanwhile, they took $3 trillion out of the Social Security program. Uh, you know what? Anytime you get a chance, you should call your congressman and tell him you want that money put back into Social Security. I don't care where they get it from, to be honest with you. It kills me. It kills me that they're giving Social Security benefits to illegal immigrants coming into this country, that they're paying for college for illegal immigrants, that they're paying for welfare for illegal immigrants and people that were born here, that worked here, that retired here... Put paid into this program, and they're telling us, well, we took your money. You took our money and gave it to someone else. Now, think about this for a second. If somebody did that to you on the street, what would you do? I'd break their nose, to be honest. We have to start. We have to start a, a, a petition, something. We have to get that money, start getting it put back into Social Security. If not for us, for future generations. Why should we have to worry at the end of every year that next year we may become homeless? We may not have roofs over our head, but we'll have people on welfare that their, their money never goes away. Their Medicaid, their money never goes away. But Medicare, the program that we pay into every month, and Social Security Disability and Social Security that we paid into every pay period, that might go away. But welfare that they took our tax money while we were paying into Social Security, that'll never go broke. That never goes broke. But Social Security that the work is paid for, that's going broke every year. Every time we turn around, that's going broke. Makes me sick. 
but we have to start something, a, a phone call or a petition or something. They have to start putting that money back into Social Security. Three trillion dollars. That's that's a sin. That's that's an absolute sin. Now here, Ted, insult to injury. All right. How many times while you're on Social Security, have you had to jump through hoops to get equipment, you know, medical equipment because the doctor prescribed it? I know somebody just recently who needed oxygen. They needed oxygen in their house and it took almost three weeks, three weeks after coming out of the hospital to get oxygen. And they said, well, it was all all due to paperwork. What took it, what, what finally got it was they had to rush the woman back. They had to rush her back to the hospital in Newburgh. And then they finally got the oxygen brought to the house. But it took three weeks and for her to almost die. Here, this is, this is, this is how crazy the world is, okay? Here's a woman that's on... Medicare and she can't get oxygen to keep her alive and now this here has to do with welfare and Medicaid a federal judge ordered a whisk ordered Wisconsin to pay for the sex change surgery of two Medicaid recipients Cody flat 30 and Sarah Ann McKenzie 41 filed a lawsuit in April saying that the state ruled denying coverage for surgeries to treat gender dysphoria violates the Affordable Care Act and their right to equal protection, the, Mid the Milwaukee Journal said. The state rule that excludes coverage for under undefined transsexual surgery was adopted in 1996. U.S. District Judge William Conley granted a preliminary injunction Wednesday barring enforcement of the rule. He suggested the injunction could be expanded to include any transgender Medicaid patient whose doctor recommends the surgery. The likelihood of ongoing irreparable harm facing these two individual plaintiffs outweighs the marginal impacts on the defendant's stated concerns regarding public health or limiting costs, Conley said in a 39-page order. Flack got his surgery in two or three weeks, said the attorney. He said Mackenzie may have to wait for a few months because of her status of paperwork and process with health maintenance organization. Flack, who has cerebral palsy, uses a motorized wheelchair and relies on supplemental security income for the disabled as his sole support. His first, he first identified as a boy at age five, according to the lawsuit. Mackenzie also is disabled and relies on supplemental security income. She has been living as a woman since 2012. This is tremendous, Heidel said of the ruling. The state's Medicaid has a budget of approximately $9.7 to cover about 1.2 million eligible residents. An estimated 5,000 of enrollees are transgender. Are you kidding me? Are you absolutely, positively kidding me? This has cerebral palsy. Take care of the cerebral palsy. What, does he want to feel sexy in a wheelchair? My God. You know what? I identify as a millionaire, okay? So send me a million dollars. Give me, give me a million dollars through the medical plan here so this way I can be a millionaire. I identify as a millionaire. Make me a millionaire. My God. God, so there's 5,000 transsexuals 
in Wisconsin on the dole. And they're going to, they're going to, you, you watch, 5,000 of these people are going to all of a sudden need surgery. And then there's going to be this big flop and flap and everything else where they got to get the money to pay for this. But yet the government took $3 trillion from Social Security. What are they going to take next? I give up. I give up. This world has gone upside down and inside out. Where are the priorities? I just don't understand. First of all, there, is there any proof other than a feeling? This woman feels like she's a man and this man feels like he's a woman. All right. If that's what you want to do, if you want to make believe you're a man, go put on jeans and a flannel shirt. Smoke a cigar. You feel like you're a woman. Go put on a flower dress. Jesus. You know, I don't care. I don't care what people do. You know what? If that's what you want to do, if you want to change your sex, don't expect the taxpayers to pay it for you. It's the same thing. As far as I'm concerned, I don't agree with an abortion. I don't agree with it at all. I think it's murder. But if that's what you want to do, then go do it. But don't expect the taxpayers to pay for it. So you want to you want to go change your sex? You want to cut off your wee-wee? <laughs> well, go add one? Then pay for it yourself. Don't expect other people to pay for you. Watch and see. When you have to pay for it yourself, all of a sudden that, that desire, that need isn't there. That need isn't there. You watch and see. You make people pay for their abortions, all of a sudden they're going to start practicing safe sex instead of using abortion as, as a contraceptive. It's sickening. It's sickening, and I can't stand it. And yet the people that are disabled, they'll just shovel the poo-poo on top of them. I'm sorry, I don't mean to I don't mean to scream, but it just gets me mad when I see stuff like this. They're gonna they're gonna take taxpayers' money to pay for these nuts to have their, their gender reassigned. And meanwhile, the woman that needed oxygen, she couldn't get it because they had to do paperwork. Now all of a sudden they're uh, please. I, I I just can't. I can't. There's something wrong here. There's something very wrong. But I think that we should start a petition, get our money back into social security, even if not for the disabled people, for the elderly. How many elderly people do we do we hear about all the time that got to make a choice between eating cat food and getting their medication it's a sin and congress is taking the money and spending it three trillion dollars how many illegals did that cover how many daca kids are going to college on that money something's got to change folks something has got to change all right anyway that was my rant well Thanks a lot for stopping by this week. I appreciate it. I appreciate it greatly. You know, let me just say one more thing. I have zero problems, zero problems with people coming to this country. I have zero problems with immigration. Do it legally. Do it legally. So much money is being spent wrong in this country. I, I, I look forward to legal immigration. I have, res I have relatives that are legal immigrants in this country. I don't like rewarding criminals or criminal activity. And I don't like having the money taken out of the Social $3 trillion. I, I can't get over that. $3 trillion missing out of Social Security. Uh, all right. Well, listen. Remember, my friends, things can always be worse. Believe it or not, things can always be worse. And right now, there's somebody striving, trying to get where you're at right at this moment. Remember that. All right. Thanks for stopping by this week. I'll talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend and take care of yourself. This is Jimmy Apple. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.